Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Why Did You Do That podcast. Your hosts, Ray, MG, and Peter, discuss sports betting and our experiences in the industry, good or bad. Tune in to the real between our analyzed picks as well as our Hail Marys mixed in with a bunch of stupidity between the homies. Enjoy the episode. Okay, let's take a look at the second round. We have a couple cool matchups in the second round. Um, actually, we only have two. Uh, or actually, no. Okay, so let's do this and let's talk about let's talk about our second round matchups. Um, the Bucks and the Heat, the Raptors and the Celtics will kind of reflect on what happened there. Um, and then we can kind of take a look at the perspective uh, second-round matchups for the West. Um, talk about Denver and Utah, which is – Denver and Utah is probably the most fun series to watch of the first round. Like, they're actually a lot of fun to watch. Probably. Um, it is the best series of the first round. It is. It actually is. Uh, but let's take a look at this, these, uh, these two games, the one and five and the two and three. Uh, Bucks in the Heat. We just finished watching. Um, Heat pulled it out. <laughs> uh, they they did okay. <laughs> They're all right. Is that a creation oh, jersey? Pulled it from like yesterday. Is that a creation jersey? No, it's yeah. Well, yes, we are sponsored by. <laughs> creation. Oh, sick, sick. Sorry. Um, so tell us about what the Heat did, uh, MJ, to beat the Bucks. They did what every team is supposed to do. They're supposed to put three bodies in front of Giannis because the only thing Giannis knows how to do is get a running start, Euro step, or spin, and then dunk on people. He can't do that when you have three big bodies in front of him, one being Bam Adebayo. Um, so then from there, they rotate out to their shooters, which they didn't really do – that great of a job is when it came down to the what they, they locked down on that. Because um, if they didn't, Corver or Middleton would have killed them. Um, but yeah, I think it always starts with Giannis first. Once you stop him from driving in the paint, you can easily rotate out to the shooters and get a hand up because that's all you really need to do. Because um, there, there's not many reliable shooters on that team aside from Corver. Like, I wouldn't even say Middleton is a reliable shooter right now because he's only had one good game, which is probably today. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't watch the game, but I, I feel like Middleton's numbers still look pretty solid for today. Yeah, I think he had 24. Um, I think he shot decently, but he still needs to put up more than that. Yeah, I think um, Bam's, uh, like, size in general makes him a really good matchup for Giannis. And he can move laterally. Like, the way Bam defends, he almost defends like he's a small forward or shooting guard. Because he yeah. can – but he has the length and he has the girth to, to body you and then stay in front. Girth. Has the girth. Um, so, girth. this this episode is probably coming out on Wednesday, which is when game two is. So – um what's what's your take like what would you what are you going to be looking at to uh to look forward to on wednesday for these these uh these two teams um i'm probably gonna take a look at the under again um yeah it hit today but i don't i think 
that second game is going to be a little bit more gritty. I don't, I don't see either team coming out firing the way they did. Um, it's going to be more grit and grind type of basketball, I think. Um, like I said, Miami is going to try to shut down Giannis and put three people in front of him in the paint. I think he's still going to be under 30 points, and it's going to come up, come down to the rest of the cast. Um, and I think Miami can steal game two, but I also think Milwaukee will, will be um, more equipped to go up against their defense. So it'll be a close one again. So going going ahead of the curve, are you taking Milwaukee this time? No. Oh, you're taking the Heat to go up 2-0. This is me being a very big fanboy of the Heat. Um, I'm taking them every single game. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, let let me get this straight. You're gonna you're telling me the Miami Heat are gonna sweep the Milwaukee Bucks? In a perfect world, yes. Just a preferred. <laughs> In a preferred world or a perfect world? <laughs> no, but in, in all honesty, I think uh, it'll go six games. He will pull it out. The Heat are going to win in six. Yeah. Peter, hmm. any thoughts? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. But um, I do think I do. I also do think I can see the Heat going up 2 0, actually. Um, I think it'll take uh, the Bucks at least another game to kind of uh, get, figure something out against the Heat. But I also am also. Uh, I'm also banking on um, Giannis to still hit under as well. So I'm probably going to look out for that in the next game as well. So I feel like until they can figure out how to utilize Giannis more, they're not going to get past the heat. I don't, I, think it's heat. A, I don't think it's a matter of utilizing Giannis more. I think he's trying as hard as he can. Um, but the Heat just have like a really good like defensive scheme for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant about figuring out how to beat the Heat. It's just like kind of uh, playing around that and being able to beat that. But yeah, I think Miami is a pretty tough matchup for them. Yeah, so here's the thing about the Bucks is that, the, and this is the reason why they're a great regular season team is because they just do the same thing over and over again. They kind of master it that way. Um, and that's great in the regular season, but in the playoffs when teams adjust, like, that doesn't do very well, and that's kind of why the Bucks fell to the Raptors last year, um, and that's why they're that's why the Hawks, um, when Coach Coach Bud was uh, on the Hawks, like that's why they kept falling short against Cleveland, even though they had like a sixty-seven win season or some shit like that. Um, they fell short against uh, LeBron. I don't even think their series against Le- against LeBron went to seven. I think it went to five or six. Um, that's because Coach Bud like doesn't adjust to anything. He just like beats the same dead horse. And like, if if they're just gonna do the same thing over and over again, like man, I don't know if I don't know if that's enough to to beat this Heat team, who's you know constantly switching things up, has so many ways to like throw Giannis off, has so many ways to throw their defense off. Um, they play hard. They're gritty. Um, they have. They have some pretty good shooters. Um, they have guys like Drajic and Butler who are like great leaders on the team. Um, but the one thing they just lack that is uh, that 
uh, Milwaukee has is that star power. Um, if Giannis can get it going uh, early on um, and kind of what Giannis needs to do is that he needs to he needs to manage the pace of the game. Like he needs to be the one attacking. He needs to be like uh, be dominant on defense if they want to win the series. If he could do that, um, they probably stand a better chance. But from the game that I watched, like Miami controlled that game. Like I think I might have watched. I think I watched some of the fourth quarter, and Miami just had total control. So I don't know. It's gonna be crazy. I still. <laughs> I actually, I can't even say I think the Bucks are gonna win in seven because I'm not sure anymore. Um, wow, I've never seen MJ more prouder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's too bad the Bucks. Uh, it's too bad the Heat fucking suck. Hey. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, let's hey, move Duncan, on. Duncan Robinson didn't even shoot well. If Duncan Robinson shoots well, then it's done. So let's move on. Uh, from the Heat because who who wants to keep talking about the Miami Heat? Like, no one cares. Um, let's talk about teams that people actually want to talk about, uh, and that's the Raptors and the Celtics. Uh, so you guys were able to watch the game more than I did. Tell me what happened with the Raptors and the Celtics and how the Raptors are down 0-1. No energy. They didn't come to play. Like, I don't know what the hell was wrong with those dudes. Um... I don't know if it was because of the whole layoff, not even the layoff, the the, the events prior to the game, like talking about um, protesting it and like, you know, ending up uh, boycotting it. I don't know if it was because of that, um, but I expected them to come out, not guns blazing, but actually putting up a fight. But that entire game, they did not look like they wanted to play. Pascal played like crap. Kyle was not Kyle. Freddie was still somewhat Freddie, but he was hesitant. Like, there was no synergy. There was no heart. There was no nothing from them. Like, I was, I've never been so disappointed in a Raptor team. Actually, no, I have been. But that game was total opposite of what we've come to know. Um, and I expect a bigger performance game two. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, I think um... – I don't think I was that surprised, honestly, to see Celtics take that first one because Raptors did lose like three games to Celtics in the regular season too. Um, but I still think that within the series, Raptors are going to kind of, again, adjust to the Celtics and come out. I mean, I want to say Raptors to, I want Raptors to win four in a row, but like it's going to be a tough one. But I think, um, yo, I feel like, Raptors fans and Celtics fans are kind of toxic fans on the internet and I really want to see the Celtics fans kind of uh, shit the bed <laughs> with how much they are talking shit about Raptors but yeah um, I still think Raptors will take it in six but I think something the Celtics did really well I think they shot pretty well in that game as well um, from like the three-point line and just field goal percentage in general I think that they came they, out ready. They shot 44%. They were 17 for 39. The Raptors were 10 for 40. So From the three-point? Yeah. Yeah, like I remember watching the Celtics. I'm like, these guys are fucking making everything. And yeah, it looked like the Celtics were just more ready to play than the Raptors were. And I think it showed in the way that the, the plays were going and like they were hitting all their shots. So I think that's probably why 
we kind of we lost that momentum pretty early and it was hard to get back afterwards and the so, refs were also calling some bullshit so yeah, i'm right so do you think this is more of an anomaly or is this more consistent of what might continue to happen uh I, I they might have I don't I think they can have like one or two more games like this, but I feel like uh Raptors will still take it in either six or seven. I thought you said Raptors can't win game seven. That was uh just in like either the finals or the conference finals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I have them in seven, but I think it's a mix of both. Like it, I think it's an anomaly, but also like like Peter said, I think they have another game like this in in their pocket. Like, a, no team doesn't have at least one game like that. You know what I mean? Um, and especially with the way refs call things. Like, what I feel like, especially with Pascal, is that they've become very whiny and they've, for, they've forgotten how to play because the refs call very ticky-tack fouls, so they don't even know how to, like, deal with it. You know what I mean? You sound like such a Tito, bro. <laughs> every every Tito I know is like, these guys don't know how to play. All they do is shoot three-pointers. They need to drive the ball. They, they complain just as much as the Lakers and the Clippers that game. I promise you. And a lot of it was warranted, but, dude, get back to playing ball and fucking play through it. Like, Pascal, you have... Guys that are smaller than you in the paint, and you're you can't even finish a simple little jump hook. Come on, man. Tell him, Tito. <laughs> um, yeah. So Siakam, thirteen points, three rebounds, uh, five for sixteen from the field. Fred had eleven points. He was three for sixteen. Um, two for eleven from three. Holy shit. Um, yeah. I I don't really know. Like that's. Pretty unacceptable considering like the standard that the Raptors are being held to right now. Um, however, one shining, one key shining person, star from the Raptors, Serge Ibaka, 15 points, nine rebounds. Um, I told you guys this, I called it uh, Serge points, rebounds, and assists. Um, he's being severely underrated right now. He was at 21 and a half, I believe. Um, and we all took him. We all made some pretty good money on him. Uh, surge threes, whatever. If it's at one and a half, it's also a pretty good bet. Because um, he's pretty good to, like, if you if you take a look at his, his three-point attempts, he's getting, you know, three, four, seven, uh, usually around three. And he's getting them pretty consistently. Um, in the first round, he had hit his points, rebounds, and assists total. Um, three out of the four times, including this game, it's four out of five. So um, Boston gives up a ton of rebounds and gives up a lot of points to big men because they don't really have much of a front court. Um, and then at the same time, their main focus is obviously, you know, uh, Siakam, Van Vliet, maybe Kyle Lowry. So uh, Serge has been playing really, really well. So um, if I, if I were you guys, I'd be looking at taking his points, rebounds, and assists as much as possible. If it stays in that 21 to 24 range, I would say I'd be pretty confident in that. If it starts to get into like 25 and above, I might be a little hesitant because 
Um, you know, he's like foul trouble, an ejection, uh, Marcus all playing well. Any of those things could lead to him not getting as much playing time. So um, that's going to be the pick I'm going to watch out for uh, starting. To, uh, they're playing tomorrow, right? Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, I'll probably take that. Let me see if their props are up already. I don't um, think so. Well, this is coming out Wednesday, so the game will have happened already. <laughs> but if this comes... So we're recording this on Monday. Oh, player props are up. Player props are up. Uh, points, assists, and rebounds for Serge Ibaka is 23.5. So I'm still going to take that. Um, his points are... His points are at 14.5. So they went up one point, and his rebounds probably went up one point. So... Um, I'm still going to take that. I'm pretty confident in it. Um, and we'll see. It, when this comes out on Wednesday, am I going to look smart for doing so? Am I going to look stupid? I think I'm going to look smart. Uh, but that's going to be my pick for for this. Uh, these guys. I think uh, one of the ones I was more confident about in that game one, though, was the under for Tatum. I'm probably going to keep sticking to that as well. I think they guarded Tatum pretty well throughout the entire game. He caught a little bit of fire near the end, but that was about it. Um, yeah, I think if they can play well from the start, then they'll shut down Tatum pretty well. And I'm probably going to look to uh, bet on Freddie again. Hopefully he doesn't go two for 11 again. But I feel like he won't, so hoping for that. Yeah, so Jason Tatum, um, they dropped his points by uh, one. So it's 25 and a half now. So there's something that's really important when we're when you're doing like consistent bets, um, and you're consistently targeting like a certain, uh, you know, maybe a player or a certain prop. Um, whenever every time you make a bet, just make sure you use the same value. Don't add on value every time you uh, bet, unless that's your strategy. But if you're trying to do something consistent, if you're gonna put ten dollars or fifteen dollars, do that every single time because um, Jason Tatum's he's you know he's a superstar. Like he's he's a great player. He's not going to miss 26 points every single game. He's going to get it at least once, maybe twice in the series, maybe three times. Um, but if you just keep a consistent um, consistent value that you're betting, you're still going to come out profitable. But if you start putting like $15 and you put 30 because it wins and you put 40 and then you put 60 because it wins, and then by that fourth game, he loses it and you lose out on all your profit, it doesn't make sense. Um, so just stay consistent. Have that consistent value that you're adding in. Uh, don't put 20 bucks on Shea Gilgis Alexander just because you're bored. <laughs> You'll regret it in the fourth quarter when he has half of that and the 365 that you cash out. <laughs> but uh, guess who did hit their points? <laughs> did you take it? No, I didn't. But good <laughs> job, Gallo. The same thing as that Murray getting points the other night, Pete. Oh man! I keep. I'm gonna stop hesitating on these and just go all in every time I feel like it. Oh man! I mean, I was, that's I was, not what I'm gonna do. I was chasing that like every every time like it would hit, I would just add more, and I was just like, oh, like and literally the next play, like Murray hit like a pull up three, um, Donovan Mitchell hit like a jumper, and then Donovan Mitchell eventually like started to get cold, but Murray just kept going like nonstop. It was sick. Let's this talk the, about that. Yeah, this the, is the equivalent of you doubling up on black every single time. <laughs> in roulette, you got you can't you can't keep making these weird ass statements and not <laughs> clarifying, Peter. What the fuck? 
roulette. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they've been a lot of fun to watch. So, uh, they're off to a game seven. That's gonna be hella crazy. I'm looking forward to that game a lot. That's tomorrow. That's on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Who who do you guys got? I have Denver and the over. So my heart wants Denver to win, but I also want the Clippers to lose this next round, and I feel like the Jazz are better at playing the Clippers. I uh, I 100% disagree. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that yeah. one. I think really? it'd be different if they had Boyan Bogdanovich there, yeah. like their second leading scorer. But with the way the team is constructed and with the way they play. Donovan Mitchell cannot do it all. Yeah. And Mike Conley is he's good, but he's not he's not second string, like second behind the leading score type of guard. Yeah, exactly. Um whereas like with um with Denver you have Jokic uh kind of running the running the show and having a star big man against the Clippers like weak ass front line, like like, what's Ifika Zubak going to do with Jokic? What's Harold going to do to Jokic? What's the biggest wasteman in the NBA, Patrick Patterson, going to do against Jokic? <laughs> like, so with him running the show, uh, like, their best defenders were Kawhi, Paul George, Patrick Beverly. Like, they're not going to be able to slow him down, so he's going to get whatever he wants. Um, and he's going to get his team involved, and they're, they're going to match up pretty well against, uh, against the Clippers, I think. I feel like even um, I feel like even then it's like uh because of how well Paul George has been playing recently, um, I think Donovan Mitchell does pretty well in a matchup against him. So I feel like he he'll be able to hold back Paul George, who has been doing a lot of the scoring for the Clippers too. So that was my reasoning for that. But yeah, but then they just put Kawhi on him, clamp his ass up. <laughs> what the fuck, OKC? Okay, why are you throwing the game? Weren't they just up? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be taking Denver. Uh, I'm going to take Denver. Uh, Denver to win. Money line. Uh, I'm going to take Murray points again. I'm going to take Mitchell points again. I'm going to take both their threes. I'm just going to watch. And I'm just going to keep stacking it on until until like, until like they're done. So uh, Because they've just been killing it. And that's like easy money right there. Honestly, like neither of these guys are going to let themselves lose without them scoring 40, 50 points. Yep. So you, you got to take it at that point. And also they both can't defend each other. Like you watch <laughs> them go at it. There's nothing either of them can do about the, the other guy. Yeah. The, the reason why I'm taking Denver is uh, Gary Harris coming back. Um, even though he didn't shoot very well, he was a plus 16 on his return. So um, with them being a plus 16 with him on the court and they won they won the game by like 10, I think, or 12. Um, it was a closer game than that, but they yeah, they won the game by like 10 or 12. Um, that's crazy. Like his defense made like a huge difference. Um, they were able to slow down Donovan Mitchell. Um, they were able to slow down Jordan Clarkson, who was who's been like their big um, second scorer. Ugh, fucking Joe Ingles didn't do shit. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like when you were up three one, and you go through the mental exhaustion of losing three in a row or two in a row, um, to to come back to let another team come back. I don't know. I feel like it's hard for you to like kind of get back up and like go and try to win because like you just you lost a 3-1 lead so yeah we'll see i mean their backs are against the wall now i mean both teams are actually against the wall but now they just have to come out and fucking leave it all on the court um i I said this i think after game four um i said if harris comes back during this series uh it's going to be big for them because that's their primary defender that's their go-to defender when they need uh, to shut down a certain guy. Um, and he's the prototypical 3 and D guy, but with athleticism. Like, this guy, he can shoot the ball, and he can also get to the rim. Like, he's – there's nothing wrong with him right now. So, as long as he finds this touch and stays aggressive, I think Denver's going to win outright. Yeah, let's go Denver. Tomorrow's going to be a fun, fun set of NBA games. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that covers everything. You guys have any last words? Go Heat! (laughs) Say it again. Bambi will burn. There's a heat wave coming. This is why nobody likes the heat. Fear the deer my ass. This is literally why nobody likes the heat. Or the Celtics. (laughs) You guys belong in the same group of fans. (laughs) You guys are the worst. Fuck the Heat. Fuck the Celtics. Fuck the Bucks. How about you, Peter? Any last words? Fuck the Celtics. <laughs> ah, tell them. And the Clippers. I feel like Clippers are like the least liked team in the league. I fucking hate the Clippers, except Kawhi. Kawhi so is like much. the one person that isn't hated by everybody. <laughs> Have you noticed that Kawhi always has that same face when, when he's on the bench? Like, he looks like Fuck. Did I make the right decision of like being here? He's always like, <laughs> <laughs> "Is that your Kawhi?" <laughs> His face is more down. It's like, <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you. I'll 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 give you that. <laughs> All right, boys. It's been a long day. I've been up since five a.m. I'm gonna go to sleep, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. All right, later. Peace out, boys. Wait, should I should, I should I cash out of this two sixteen two thirty five right now? What's it? What's it at? It's at one eighty one eighty five. Yeah, this is a grind fest. This these so I should next... cash out. They're not going to do another thirty one points in five minutes, right? For them to do another thirty one points, um, you're looking at a thirty five thirty five point quarter for the Rockets and a 29-point quarter for the Thunder. Well, what if it goes into overtime? Well, mm. might. So, bet on the overtime. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do right now. Well, cash what? out and then put on the overtime? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're doing right now? Bro, if this game goes to overtime, I'm going to be fucking... I'm gonna if it be goes so to happy. overtime, it better still hit under the 226. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Why did I wait? I just lost $2. Where's overtime? 
Yes, 700. Oh, 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 oh. give me that 11. I don't know if I feel confident in this overtime, but I don't want to be stuck with my dick in my hand if it does hit overtime. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go to sleep, and hopefully I wake up with money. <laughs> All right, later, boys. Later. Thanks again for tuning into the Why Did You Do That podcast. We want to know if we've been able to help you guys out. Whether you tailed their bets, won or lost, we want to know. If you simply enjoy listening to us talk, then we want to know as well. Show us some love on any of our social media platforms if you've enjoyed the episode either way. Appreciate the listen, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.